New on Curiosity Street. Are we close to building machines that are almost human? And can new technology give us superpowers? Find out on Super Sapiens. And... In 1919, a British composer wrote the longest and most complex symphony in history. Conductors tried to perform it, but failed declaring it cursed. Now a group of musicians will attempt the impossible, if they dare, on Curse of the Gothic Symphony. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. John Sewer and Drain Cleaning is the name to know when your drains don't flow. It's also the name professional plumbers call on and trust to get the job done right. If your home or business has a clogged drain, call 24-7 and John Sewer will have someone there within two hours. Call the name trusted by the pros or go online to johnsewer.com. The name to know when the drains don't flow. John Sewer, we get the job done. WEEI Studios. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Privacy Simplified. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. An Odyssey station. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me. Swivel hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. All right, here we go. Bradford Show. The only place in the universe where you can talk about baseball for the next two hours. Next three hours, Brian Barrett, right? They win today. What is it, right. Rob? Uh, well, first of all, are you excited about doing radio? Yes, well, of course. Well, well, McFarland. Thank you. Let's McFarland stands. What do you got for me? McFarland. <laughs> all, right, all right. There we go. All right. This guy is off on the right foot. There's a lot to talk about with the, when it comes to the great game of baseball, when it comes to the Red Sox. And I know we'll give you updates of the Bruins as it's going on if you care about it. That's all you really need. You just need updates. You don't need to consume it any other way than just we'll give you updates. But that's Brian Barrett. I'm Rob Bradford. This is a Bradford show. We've been doing podcasts all week. I know that Brian Barrett's been listening to all of them. My guy Coop and I, uh, and we're going to play an interview. And I'll, I'll get this to you a little bit. We're going to play an interview that I did with Mitch Moreland, uh, which I know you listen to, Brian. Correct, Mitchy Two Bags. There the you importance go. Importance of the glue guy. Yes, the importance of the glue guy. I did an interview with Mitch Moreland. We're going to play that a little bit later in the show. But first, we're going to get to the here and the now when it comes to the Red Sox. You can weigh in, 617-779-7937. The here and the now with the Red Sox is a complicated matter, Brian. And I know that that is not great for radio when you say it's complicated because everyone's like, I don't want uh, It's exhausting. Well, you know, I don't want to think. I don't want to, like, listen to Brian Barrett give me, like, rattle these stats off my head. No. Are you trying to kill my brand? Too? I Come know. On, well, up. I told you. I'm trying to make you better. Oh, okay. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm making you the guy who are delivering the information in an entertaining way instead of just, you know, like well, verbal hey, verbal diarrhea and, and FIP, as FIP whip war or whatever. Since my rant, the Red Sox are seventh in walk rate. Well, last week. Was it last week? Yeah, last Sunday. Great rant by you. You got one in for you today? Not I'm really. not that mad today because they played well okay. last night. Okay, yeah, two out Pavetta. of three. This, the Red, is a, this is a major development. The Red three so- consecutive starts The Red Pavetta. Sox have won two out of three games. So, spin the wheel of Brian Barrett here, okay? And once again, you can weigh in, 617-779-7937. Spin the wheel of Brian Barrett. We can, the topics of the week, and we'll get to the Mitch Moreland interview later. I'll have you react to that. 
Xander Bogarts, the the out of nowhere, you had these these national media outlets. When I say national media outlets, I mean John uh, Morosi of MLB.com and then Jim Bowden of The Athletic both come out and say, you know what would make a lot of sense? Xander Bogarts getting traded to the Cardinals. Out of nowhere, same day, boom. Xander Bogarts, a trade talk, heats up. So you have that on the table. Okay. Wait. Okay. Waiting. Okay. You have the the conversation of can the Red Sox now that they've won two out of three now that Alex Cora has shaved his beard now that's all all is right with the world can they actually crawl back into playoff consideration? Wait, all I'm right. waiting. Yes, okay. And look like I was going to say something. Uh, yeah, you're, you're you were ready. You jump there. in with all kinds of stat fast. Yeah, they called strike. called strike plus whiff rate. So okay, right all right. Look at you. Come on, you got to pick it. Up. I can see you wearing down already. I'm not wearing down. <laughs> okay. So, and then, and then number three, it's, all right, well, if you do believe that they can get back into it, what do they have to do? And and that obviously leads you to the Worcester guys, the Tristan Cassis of the world, um, our guy, Fitzy, you know, do you bring him up? All he does is hit home runs. Uh, Josh Gronkowski, maybe today, we'll have to check. I mean, I would imagine that he's probably in the mix on Sunday, don't you think so? Yeah, after that news came down, we chatted about it earlier this week where they had him pitch only the two innings, and Chad Tracy said after the game that they think right. the reason they did that was for the big club. Yeah, so do you think, what do the Red Sox need to do? Like, so what do you need to do? I mean, so that you Can have... take door number two slash three? Because I feel like that's the same one. Well, no, here's the thing. Number three is sort of a combination of one and two. Because the one is the Xander Bogart's trade talk. Which is, I think there's a, that's where we're going to start. I'm just going to tell you right now. Number two is, do you think the Red Sox can get back into this and what they need to do? Number three is, well, if that, if what do they need to do? Is it, do you, when you talk about trading these guys, who do you trade? What do you do? What route do you do? Because as we said last week, Brian, this was my rant. My rant last week was, sure, you want to entertain trading these guys? These guys with one-year contracts, these guys whose contracts are up, well, they're the only guys doing anything. Yeah. Yeah, and I understand Kike Hernandez got on bait four times yesterday. Congratulations to the Hernandez family, right? Good, great, excellent. Step in the right direction. But you have Ovaldi, you have J.D. Martinez, you have Bogarts, you have Devers, you have Matt Strom, you have Rich Hill, you have Michael Waka. All those guys, if you fall out of it, if you feel like you're out of it, and by the way, with the extra wild card, who is out of it? Who's actually out of it? Then you have to make a decision on those guys. And also, and this is maybe getting to the Bogarts slash Devers conversation, which is this is lining up like Mookie Betts situation 2.0 for Rafi Devers. Yeah. It is. Because so. remember, you go back to 2019 – they were sort of in this no-man's land. They were actually not even in the no-man's land. They were a game and a half uh, out uh, behind the Tampa Bay Rays, who ended up making the playoffs. A game and a half leading into that last day of the month, the trade deadline. And, you you know, they get in a room. Should we trade Mookie? Should we trade Mookie? No, let's not trade Mookie. It'll be a bad look if we trade Mookie. Let's not trade Mookie. Let's not do anything. They didn't do anything. They got Andrew Kasher three weeks earlier, but they didn't do anything. They we sat did get there. Kashner, remember? They did. Well, said. Yes, we did. Smallest Kashner. glove in the history of the world. It, by it, the way. None of it made any sense. Like in yeah. that Dombrowski press conference, it was he was like, well, it's like a Valdi can go to the bullpen and throw a hundred. Remember that? It's like how many other guys can get somebody to throw a hundred? And, and he and he was and he was all over the place. Yeah, like he was all over the place. None of it made any sense. You could easily pick through this. Like you, you had that feeling. And this went back to what John Henry told me in London the month be, a month one month before, 
which was, hey, maybe we shouldn't have re-signed all these guys. Now you re-sign all those guys. Now you head in the trade deadline. Well, what are you going to do? And you know Dave Dombrowski wants to deal, but he, he sat on his hand for that trade deadline. And one of the things he sat on his hands about was not trading Mookie. Right. So, and I said this after the fact, after they hi, uh, hired Heim Bloom, I always wondered if you were in that situation with Heim Bloom at that time, even a game, just a game and a half behind Tampa, and obviously they fell apart and were out of it like in a blink of an eye. But if you're in that situation, I said this, you know, two years ago. What would Heim Bloom has done? And I got to think that he would have traded Mookie. Okay. Yeah. Well, if he would have traded Mookie then, then why wouldn't he do the same with Rafael Devers now? Well, I think that's a different situation. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it really? Because if Rafi is willing to play ball. Okay. Well, that, that's, that's, that's what point. I've been screaming and yelling all week long. And I wrote about it. We talked about it. Yes, uh, I and I heard you talked. on the pregame talk, talking about it with Mudd. Do you disagree? Well I mean, this it was sort of repeating what we You're said on the show. Bring your best. Bring your best. Days. Yes. No, I do agree with you. I, okay. I agreed with you last week. But, see, I'm not at the point yet where may, maybe I'm an idiot for thinking this. And, look, I'm still mad at the way that Bloom put together this team, the lack of arms in the bullpen, the rant that I went on last week and all that. But, Rob, I do feel like right now this is salvageable. You can't remember <laughs> – I don't know if you know this. There is an extra playoff team. Uh, really? Yes. Hold can. on. Is there an, is yes, there an extra? Yes, there's an extra. Okay, pl- just, you can get Hold it. on. Stiz, is there an extra playoff team? Can we confirm this? I don't know. We'll have to get our crackpot team okay. of investigators. All right. We'll get our right, re- research but, department on. Rob, look at the Toronto Blue Jays right now. Uh, oh, George Springer got hurt. Well, and look at outside of Kevin Gossman. And they lost with Gossman last night. That rotation is an absolute dumpster fire. Jose Barrios sucks. That guy is one of the worst pitchers in baseball right now from a statistical perspective. So I just look at it from this perspective. The offense, it's two guys. It's Story and it's Kike, right? Because Story, I know it's small sample size, three games. He is swinging the bat better. I'm not going to. Swing the bat better. Kike Hernandez, you mentioned, reaches base a bunch of times last night. It's the, I'm not getting mad at Dahlbeck anymore. It's, this isn't Dahlbeck. He's not. An everyday major league player, that's on Heim Bloom. So I'm not going to use my frustration on Dahlbeck anymore. It's those two guys in the lineup because here's the reality. Devers, J.D., and Bogarts have all been as good or better than advertised. Oh, and the other one I'll throw in that, Rob, Ooh, thanks. is Verdugo. I'll throw Verdugo in that. Verdugo, yeah. He has not had a good year at all. No, nah, well, and he's start. your guy, too. I know. This is really upsetting. It's a, it, it appears it's going to be a bad take. But the other thing that I would look at is... I'm feeling slightly optimistic about the starting pitching staff because of what we've seen from Pavetta. And now what we saw from Schreiber in the bullpen to go along with Winkowski. And you know me, when these prospects come up, and I'm loving the fact that we're actually going to get to see the guy that was the main I, piece listen, of the Benintendi. Nobody, no, Brian Barrett, just a little behind the scenes, Brian Barrett's texting me about Josh Winkowski's what are you talking? Cutter? Oh, I wanted to know if his slider was that good. Oh, his slide, like he's, it's rated very high. I'm, the melatonin had kicked in by then. Leave me alone. Don't Let's text me so up. late about Josh Winkowski's slider. Let's go. I mean, the average hours of sleep that a person needs to function is three. I mean, you don't need more than three. <laughs> Let's go. But that's my whole point, Rob, is I do feel like right now there's a sense of, okay, maybe there's some reinforcements. Because I, I tweeted this out earlier today. Do you realize how good the starting pitching has been? It's been very good. Yes, it's top five in the American League in basically every important statistical and, and, and you know what? And what did, we, what did I rant about? And I think you jumped aboard my bandwagon, which is one of the things, one of the fixes with that team, with this team, was let the starters, the strength of your team, pitch to the pitch count. 
And don't just say, hey, you know what? Here's the pocket, and we're going to stretch out the bullpen so five right. guys pitch. And what ha- what happened? What P- happened last night? Pavetta goes seven. Pavetta goes seven. Yes. Right? And, and here's the thing. I gave you all my names in the lineup. This is the number one guy for the Red Sox in the well, second half of the, or the rest of the season from a on, pitching perspective. It. Okay, go ahead. You ready for this? I'm ready. Tanner Houck. Oh. That's the guy. Pavetta, has, it seems like he's turned it around. Walker, when he gets back, he's been really good. Hill's back on the mound today. He's thrown the ball really well. Avaldi gets hit too hard for my liking, but he's had a pretty good season. I think we can all agree on that. So the guy that you're looking at is now Tanner Houck back in that rover role, if you will. Tanner Houck has been a massive disappointment this season. There's no way around it. You look at all the numbers, they're not the same. He does not have the command that he had a season ago. Tanner Houck is the guy that they need from a pitching perspective. All right, well, you, we got to go to a trending, then we'll get to the calls. But I want to put you, this to put in trending. Forget about the Bruins, okay? Forget about the Celtics. The Red Sox, as we sit here right now, they are four and a half games out of the wild card. <laughs> I told you, Rob. Uh, Optimism. Hold on. We got confirmation. We have confirmation. There is an extra wild card. Four and a half out of the wild card. All right. There's a lot to get to. There's the Xander Bogarts conversation. There's Rafi Devers. There's Brian Barrett saying that they have the best starting rotation in the history of mankind. Josh Winkowski saving the season. All of it. But there's a lot to talk to. And this is a place to talk it. Right? I mean, right? We're here. We're here. Wait, right, Stiz? We can only we give you podcasts all week. Michael Kobeck, boom, on the Bradford Show, leads the major leagues in ERA. Miguel Blaze, the next one. So on the they're talking about him on the Bradford Show. Mitch Moreland, we'll have that interview later. Everyone's talking about where's Mitch Moreland? Where's Mitch Moreland? We can't even find him. No one knows where he is. But you know what? We track him down, and not only do we track him down, we interview him. Holy mackerel! Rob, you're making that sound like a hostage situation. Well, it might have been. Who knows? All right, 617 Brian's going to trend. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now is brought to you by McDonald's. Download the app, join My McDonald's Rewards, and start earning points good for free. Food every time you order excludes delivery, download, and registration is required. Well, the Celtics beat the Bucks 109-95. I don't know if you heard, Rob. Jason Tatum, 46 points, 16 in the fourth quarter. He's, Seven- a, he's a Josh Winkowski of game sixes. <laughs> wow. Oh, jeez. I don't even know how to react to that. Jalen Brown, 22. Giannis had 44 and 20. He was the first guy to have a 40-20 game in the postseason since Shaq. And guess what he got for it? A big L. Game seven Sunday at the Garden, 3.30 tip. I will be in attendance. The Bees and the Hurricanes play their game seven tonight. That one in Rowley. Puck drops about 13 minutes from now, 4.30. Actually, it'd be more like 4.42 would be my guess. The Sox beat the Rangers 7-1 last night. Nick Pavetta, the story. Seven innings. Surrender just one earned. J.D. Martinez, you know what the hitting streak's at, Rob? 14. Uh, oh. How about that? The he, Ra- his hitting streak is long, is more a bigger number than the win total for the Red Sox. That's That's facts. That's yeah. science. You're not lying. Thanks. Now I'm getting pessimistic again. The Sox and the Rangers play the second of their three-game set this evening in Arlington. It's a 7.05 first pitch. Tune in to the Visit Massachusetts pregame show tonight at 6.05 with yours truly. No called strike plus whip rate in the prep tonight. It's sponsored by the Massachusetts of Office of Travel and Tourism. Make Massachusetts yours. Start your adventure at visitma.com. That's what's trending now on WEI. New on Curiosity Stream. With superior armies comes superior weapons. How has innovation mechanized the battlefield? From bullets to battleships and everything in between. It's machinery of warfare. Plus, 
From the gross to the gourmet. Mm. See how that in-flight meal lands on your tray table. On Secrets of Your Airline Food. It's all on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. John Sewer and Drain Cleaning is the name to know when your drains don't flow. It's also the name professional plumbers call on and trust to get the job done right. If your home or business has a clogged drain, call 24-7, and John Sewer will have someone there within two hours. Call the name trusted by the pros or go online to johnsewer.com. The name to know when the drains don't flow. John Sewer, we get the job done. Wilmington Builder Supply invites you to experience Anderson Windows at any one of its seven locations, like the Wilmington Builder Supply showroom. For 20 years running, builders have used Anderson Windows more than any other brand. At the Wilmington Builder Supply showroom, Anderson Windows are built right into their kitchens, showing contractors and homeowners exactly how everything will look and feel in the home. Choose Anderson and nothing less. See the full display for yourself at the Wilmington Builder Supply showroom or at wilmbuild.com. WEI.com. Now, we're right back to it. The Bradfoe Show on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. All right, welcome back to the Bradfoe Show. This is Rob Bradford along with Brian Barrett. Just want to remind everybody to subscribe, to follow, to listen to the Bradfoe Show podcast. Uh, my guy Coop has been dominating both Coop. on the social media accounts and on the podcast. And by the way, Bradfoe Show is taking a road trip next week. Brian Barrett. Chi Town. Chi Town. Baseball isn't boring party. Chi Town. Stiz, you coming? Come on, let's oh go. Oh my God. I would love to go to Chicago. Oh, I, you with are the formally show. invited. You, me, and Coop on the Bradfoe Show private jet. Odyssey pays for all the uh, hotels and food, right? Uh, sure. Okay. I mean, I don't know if it'll get approved, but we'll submit it. So anyway, if you're in Chicago on May 23rd, keep an eye on the baseball is in boring party. Coop, myself, a Cal- Joe Kelly is going to be there. Nice. Hopefully. Oh, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Joe yeah, Kelly. you know, he's yeah, a little rough outing. Yeah, but did you see that curveball that he threw the other day? Yeah, he's electric. Yeah. he's. It's almost, it's, the problem is it's too good. Yeah. That's why he walked four guys. Yeah, he so, tends to have that problem. Uh, well, listen, I mean, it's it's would he would be the closer for the Red Sox right now, wouldn't he? Yeah, one of my two great articles for WEI dot com. I suggested that Joe Kelly, if you don't get one of the big three, you, you actually Joe Kelly. you were were prescient when it came to that stuff. You know, I keep like quote tweeting it. <laughs> so you had you <laughs> had the guys that t- the relievers that you wanted them to target were Joe Kelly. Um, who was the who was the well the like periphery guys were Joe Kelly and Colin McHugh. Both, yes, McHugh's doing okay, right? Yeah, he's do, well. The other day, he did not throw the ball well against the Red Sox, yeah. but yeah, he's having a decent season. The other guys were Ryan Tapera, Ryan Tapera, Kendall Graveman, yeah, and Rysel Iglesias. Now, Iglesias got a ton of money. Maybe you never get him. But he he would have been worth it. Tepera, they would have been yeah. over five hundred if they Tepera signed Iglesias. Only got two years for fourteen. Yeah, Iglesias though, he would have been worth it. He's been dominating. S- same with Graveman. He definitely would have been worth. It. He's like the White Sox. Uh, you were five for five. Yeah, I mean, I mean, your your stock has never been hot, hotter. I'm not going to deny that an organization contacted me. Ooh, really? Yes. Okay. About working in the front office. Oh, there you go. I mean, every squirrel's got to find a nut. Yeah. All right, let's go to the call. So Jeff in Watertown. Hey, Jeff, thanks for hanging on. Always good to talk to you. How you doing? 
Now, you guys, doing, I, first of all, I love the fact that Brian knows the minimum amount of sleep a human being needs to survive. I just it, by the way, that, that is that is also <laughs> false. As someone who like has slept three hours, no, it's not happening. It doesn't work for me. Well, I think it works if you're under thirty. Uh, <laughs> That's but true. Uh, other than that, I don't know. But anyway, um, so, so my question is, like, the, how does High and Bloom feel the heat? Um, of, of this, you know, because he's in a very insulated position. You know, I want him to start like bringing the the lineup cards out on home games, uh, so that the fans <laughs> could at least get a reaction to him. Because, because I mean, I don't know. I don't know if John. Hen- I mean, I assume that that if uh, I mean, you know, fortunately for the Red Sox, that you know the way they're playing right now, if they were playing home tonight, the ballpark would be electric because the city's alive today. There's people everywhere out having fun, this porch fest, there's all these things going on. People would head over to the ballpark, it'd be a party, and John Henry and, and uh, Tom Warner would probably relax and think, oh, things, oh, everything's fine. But, but to me, you know, the only way that, that, I, that I will trust High and Bloom anymore is if this team somehow gets into the playoffs, which I think the starting pitching maybe could get them there, um, and beats the Yankees. Because, you know, if he's going to let that fraud, Brian Cashman, win a pennant, um, I, I just, you know, I'll have no use for him going, you know, going forward. Jeff, let's do this exercise. And we're only do this. You're the only caller I would do this with. Um, Coop, Coop calls, but he's part of the family. He's basically an employee. I would let him do as well. Give me your, give me your top three things that High and Bloom you feel like High and Bloom should have done. Should have done. Well, I think I think he should have listened to Brian Barrett about helping the bullpen. I mean, I, oh, I feel like yeah. last year, last year he underestimated the team. Right, you know, he didn't think they were as good as they were until it was too late. This year, he overestimated the quality of the team. So, so you know, I, I think that you know, I think the you know, not sitting pat, um, you know, I don't, and I also don't understand. I can't believe that 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 Marlin is just sitting home. I just assumed he did was. Did you on listen the to the podcast, to, Jeff? I did, and and I, I wish you know, I mean, that is such an obvious thing, and I'm beginning to wonder if if uh, Haim is one of those guys that it has to be his players, you know, that he, that if, if he signs Devers, then people are going to say, Oh, it's really the team. And, you know, and uh, Theo just tinkered with it or, or whatever his ego is, because it makes no sense to me. You know, we, we've said it a million times. Mookie Betts didn't want to be here. I had no problem. I wouldn't have blamed them for trading Mookie Betts. Devers wants to be here. Bogus wants to be here. You know, and I'm afraid that he thinks like, oh, the fans will take anything. They did it in Tampa. They'll do it in Boston. It's no different. I want him to hear from the fans. I want him to feel the heat. Um, I want him to build upon this team, not tear it down. I don't want to talk about trades at the deadline. Uh, it's it's absurd. I mean, this you know Atlanta last year was below 500 at the trade deadline. You know, GMs if they you know if if, if they're doing their job, you know you can turn teams around in baseball. It's a long season. I mean, I I'm just I, you know I'm just I'm really just I I, I want Brian. I, I just want you wanted to bring out the lineup card. That was the, that's. It. I, I want the I, I want to feel the heat. Yeah, I want him to. Well, he's going to feel the heat pretty soon here. But you know, like I, I as we said, newsflash, we did figure this out, Jeff. They're only four and a half back in the wild card. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> and it's a three and it's a three game series now. So you don't even have to worry about a one game you know one game play in. I mean, it is. It's, it's all know, coming together. And, and, the, and the pitching isn't falling apart. If it was a bad team, now that they started hitting, the pitching would have fallen apart. It's not. The pitching is getting, is, but, is getting to where it's But you know what? It, it's so true. If they just signed one of the Barrett Five, one of, just yep. one of the Barrett Five. I like that. I mean, it would have been so good. Jeff, all right, I don't know if we're on tomorrow, but if we are, please call. If not, we'll talk to you next weekend, <laughs> all right? That sounds good. All, all right, right, all right. Jeff in Watertown. And this goes back to, he mentioned Mitch Moreland. And... and I, I, I totally 
think that Bloom sees his guys, he's going to target his guys, and those are going to be his guys, okay? But, and we're going to play the Mitch Moreland interview at about uh, 5.20. We'll play that. It's about 15 minutes long. Eastern time. East, well. In case you're listening on the app. Yeah, oh, good, good point. Wow, you are on your game. But what's baffling to me in the Mitch Moreland situation is that you have this, you have this spot. And they go with Travis Shaw. That's fine. I don't even have a problem with that because you can look at what Travis Shaw did for them at the end of last year, expecting, oh, well, you know what? You can do it again. Uh, And he supplies a little bit more versatility than Mitch Moreland. He can play third base. He can even play him, you know, at second and in a pinch. And so I I have no problem with them saying, all right, you know, Travis Shaw is the guy we're going to give with a 45-day contract to. And we're going to see what he can do. I have no problem. But when that is clearly not working out, how you do not pick up a phone to Alabama and and say, hey, Mitch Moreland, I know you're enjoying cutting your grass and coaching your kid's team. But you know what? You want to come by and play with us for a little bit? We'll see if you have anything left. We'll take some at-bats away from Bobby Dahlback. We won't expose him quite as much. And Franchi can keep hitting down in Worcester. And also, by the way, you'll be an awesome presence in this clubhouse and tell everybody, and you'll hear this in the interview, tell everybody that it's okay. You know, this is how you get going when things aren't going well. You need those guys. You need the glue guys. Brian Barrett, you are a glue guy. Stiz, you're a glue guy. We love, we only have glue guys here at the Bradford Show. So why don't you pick up the phone and call a glue guy? Why don't you do it, Brian? Well, I think a couple of things. We, well, have, we have now figured out that you are not just a friend of Mitch Moreland, but also his agent. Try to get him. Oh, you, okay. You, tell me where I'm no, wrong. No, no, no. Tell I, me I'm, where I'm wrong. I'm not disagreeing tell with you. Tell me. Oh, then, then, no, no. I'm, this, not, why is it, I'm not, first of all, I'm, I've covered Mitch Moreland, and I'm not, I have no financial stake in Mitch Moreland. I only deal in common sense. Yeah, no. If AJ Przinsky was a good fit for this team, the guy that probably hates me the most in, of any player in baseball, I would say, "Come on, AJ, come help the Red Sox." Well, here's here's my issue is, and this goes back stems back to the guy running the team at High and Bloom. I don't have an issue with them saying that Tristan Cassis isn't ready, and they didn't want Tristan Cassis to be up at the big club for the first couple of months of the season. I have no issue with that whatsoever. If they felt like it was their prerogative that they think that he needs more seasoning down there, and maybe they learned from the Duran situation a year ago. I have no issue with that whatsoever. What I do have an issue with is going into the season, because he had one good month in August, I'm talking about Bobby Dahlback, of course, and essentially saying, we're going to go into the season having this guy be our everyday first baseman. Because obviously it wasn't like Travis Shaw was platooning with Bobby Dahlbeck. Dahlbeck was supposed to be the everyday first baseman. That, to me, is malpractice from the guy running the team. That should never have been the assumption. That have ne- never should have been the idea coming into the season that that guy was going to be your everyday first baseman. So you want to tell me that Cassis isn't ready? Fine. No issue with it whatsoever. But what's your alternative? It's two different things. What's that? The the Cassis thing and the Dahlback thing, and I think, and I'm 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 supporting your argument here, but I just want to clarify: it's two different things, because the Dahlback thing is you said we are we are not going to platoon him with Travis Shaw. We're not going to platoon him with the guy that we're getting keeping to compliment him, right? It, like last the year before, that was the case, right? Correct. Right, but that's my issue. Why should okay. he be everyday first baseman? Okay, so so, but the the Cassis thing, I firmly believe that you know when you sign Travis Shaw to that guy, that guy that we're talking about, this bizarre 
contract stipulation, which talking to some players now, it, it, this appeared out of nowhere in all these deals. It's the 45, we can pay you a, after 45 days. We don't have to pay you the rest of the salary if we cut you. I never so, heard so, that until you pointed out. Either. Well, That's neither had anybody else. And, and honestly, in the players, and you know, I was talking to uh, Brock Holt about this. He said, you know, that's that's what they put. That's what they started putting in these deals out of nowhere. So it's it's common knowledge. It's commonplace for these teams to do this. So for the Red Sox with the Travis Shaw, the forty-five days, it doesn't that add up, Brian? I mean, you say. Let's see what Shaw's like for 45 days. You get to 45 days. Are we in for We must be 45 days. Pretty close Was to it. Was that like to plan give Franchi 45 days to get No, ready? no, no. It's more of like see where Cassis is at, yeah. I would imagine. And, and then we'll go from there. Well, and now another interesting dynamic is your guy, Fitzy, Ryan Fitzgerald. Isn't he taking reps at first base now? Yes. So that's another part. Sure, of but the equation. but in this this reluctance to put like guys like that you, to call him up because he's not on the forty man roster because all he does is hit home runs and I, you know it's a bad day to be saying this stuff because they've I don't know if you know this they've won two out of three and also Franchi got a hit man like he doesn't look no, terrible. Franchi looks fine. Yeah, he looks fine. Was you weren't ready to have but, him on the team at the beginning right, of the year. I, yeah, I'll go back to the Moreland thing and once again we're interviewing Mitch Moreland at five twenty. There was no safe net. That's my issue. Well, do, you, uh, do you disagree with me with the Moreland rant? I mean, do you disagree that they shouldn't have picked up the phone and say, hey, you you want to come play with us for a little bit? See what no, you got? I wouldn't mind that at all. And I would have preferred him over Travis Shaw to begin with because that guy gives you gold glove caliber defense, at no, if nothing else. But I think that I think the two things factored into that. Number one, they looked at Shaw and they said, well, he's a little more versatile. And also, we liked enough what he did the year before. And also, versatile at what, though? Whiffing? Well, no, he can, no, but I'm he saying can he can play other pitches? positions if they. Oh. They love. It's the Danny Santana thing. Oh, God. Okay? <laughs> Rob, don't give me nightmares. I, I know. Hey, well, I'm just telling you. Danny Santana. I, I'm just telling you. I'm what? like. Didn't we hear that all the live long yeah. day last year? Dan Santana can play 13 positions. Oh, God. What was the quote that you had last year during the pregame show? He has the worst instincts you've ever seen on he the did. baseball field. And I should, was it, was it, it was that, close was to it, that. I mean, the guy Santana? He's fast and he's the worst base runner I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah he's a horrible I know, base runner. I know. Let's pour out a 40 for Danny Santana. Danny His time will, he will him. never hit the cutoff, man, either. You know what? You and Chris Owings and Danny Santana on the— Chris Owings the other day. And, and on, was that? On the Brian Barrett uh, crap list. Anyway, so he, he, they, they keep Shaw because of whatever the versatility. But also, you know, if they sign Moreland, maybe this is what they're thinking. Complete guess. But if they want to run out, if they feel like they're going to run out Dahl back 80% of the time— they, they're like, well, we don't want Mitch Moreland sitting here and everyone's screaming, Mitchie two bags. Mitchie two bags. We want Mitchie two bags. You know, like how come he isn't playing and he's playing 20% of the time? I'm just, that's a guess about one of the reasons why. Well, then Dahlbeck's soft if he can't handle that. I'm not saying, I'm just talking about how their perspective might have been. All right, let's go to Jack in Rhode Island. Hey, Jack, what's hey, going how on? How you doing, guys? Just want, hey, what's up? I just want to say, first off, Follow Brian Barrett on Twitter. Best follow you can have on Twitter. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Wow, I appreciate you've come that, a long man. way, Brian. Excellent. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I talk to Brian all the time on Twitter. But let me get to my point. Let me let me tell you this. There's nothing wrong with Boston sports right now. We got the C's going to win in Game Seven tomorrow. We got the B's coming on in ten minutes. They're going to kill the Hurricanes. And listen, <laughs> we're going to figure it out with the Sox. It was at the trade deadline last year that we got really good. Listen, all we got to do is get rid of Dahl back, and we'll be all set. 
And you know what? We're stopping at O'Neill's today. It's a beautiful day today. O'Neill's Package Store, shout out. And, hey, thanks for a great show, guys. I'll, I'll tune in after this. All right, Jack. Thanks for, thanks for calling, man. You're building everybody up. Building every, you ought to see your face, Brian. You've Boy. never been happier. It's like you've come such a long way. Well, everyone calls you, me the goat, the goat tweeter. You had the GT. What's up? You were like the up, single, single worst social media account in the history of social media, and now you're sort of morphed into this guy where people are actually liking your tweets. I give out takes and information. No, you, this like, is it's, what I do. It's oh, wait, man. I wish I takes remember, and info. Matt Strom, how he described like when he yells at himself. It's like mental. It's like verbal diarrhea. Whatever it is, you just blurt the stuff out. But now you're nuancing it a little bit. You give us some insight while being a little bit more entertaining. Congratulations. That's what I try to do, man. Yeah, there you go. All right. So, like we said, Mitch Moreland, he's going coming up at about five twenty. This is the Bradfoe Show, 617-779-7937. So when we go back to the Xander Bogarts conversations that came up this week, Brian, the, you know, and you have, once again, Mitch um, Morosi and Bowden, both writing basically the same thing. Cardinals, Cardinals, Cardinals. Bogarts is going to be traded to the Cardinals. So, I mean, and I do, yeah. I do agree with Will Fleming on this. Like, come on. Like, this isn't – it's – I understand why you're doing it. As someone who works on the internet, on the interwebs. World Wide Web. Yes. On the line. As someone who works on the line, I can tell you that those things get clicked on. But they aren't entertaining. This, the Xander Bogarts thing isn't going to be entertained until July. When you want to talk to Xander Bogarts about being traded, go to L.A. for the All-Star game when he has to sit at the table for 45 minutes. That's when you want to talk to him. Yeah, well, and I think it's because of the fact that we're at this time where there's not a ton going on in the sport. We talk about of, baseball is not boring. No, I agree with that, All but right. I'm saying, like, in terms of the rumor mill, we're not in trade season. We're past, like, the beginning of the year, if you will, so they get to come up with entertaining content and all that. But wasn't it just, like, a straight – wasn't it, like, one prospect that he yeah, put on that list? They just make this throwing stuff against the wall. Who? Oh, him, you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> like, that would ha- – if they were going to do that – First of all, Bogarts would have to agree. Would Bogarts want to go to St. Louis to begin with? Well, the, I get a great baseball town, but you, would you want to go there? Th- it's all of this. If it's very complicated, because when you get to July, it's complicated because the of what we broke the story that we broke early in the show, which is there is an extra wild card this year, right? We we can confirm we double double sourced that baby. Yes, all I right. have it uh, by two sources. Actually, three. I, uh, sorry, I just uh, got to test. Three, three sources, sources yes. extra wild card. That okay. makes it even more complicated because you're not, you, you don't know if you're out of it. Are you out of it? And this is why I come back to what I wrote earlier this week. you got to put your not, – maybe not your best offer, but pretty close to it. Pretty close to it with yeah, Devers and Bogarts out. and whoever else you might want to keep. I don't think they want to keep anybody else, honestly. The fact well, that they, they didn't even, like, talk, pick up the phone and talk to Ovaldi – like that tells you all you need to know, you know the the you know JD Martinez. I don't think they're gonna say, oh, you know what? Hey, come on back, JD. No, JD's gone. The, you know who the guy who the guy I would not be surprised at all if they picked up the vote. Two guys. You know what? I'm gonna tease it. There are two guys who I would not. I don't have confirmation of this, but I would not be surprised at all if they have offered them deals. Offered them extensions. Two and guys. I'll tell you next. We're going to tell you next. This is the Bradford Show. 
New on Curiosity Street. Are we close to building machines that are almost human? And can new technology give us superpowers? Find out on Super Sapiens. And... In 1919, a British composer wrote the longest and most complex symphony in history. Conductors tried to perform it, but failed declaring it cursed. Now a group of musicians will attempt the impossible, if they dare, on Curse of the Gothic Symphony. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. John Sewer and Drain Cleaning is the name to know when your drains don't flow. It's also the name professional plumbers call on and trust to get the job done right. If your home or business has a clogged drain, call 24-7, and John Sewer will have someone there within two hours. Call the name trusted by the pros or go online to johnsewer.com. The name to know when the drains don't flow. John Sewer, we get the job done. Wilmington Builder Supply invites you to experience Anderson Windows at any one of its seven locations, like the Wilmington Builder Supply Showroom. For 20 years running, builders have used Anderson Windows more than any other brand. At the Wilmington Builder Supply Showroom, Anderson Windows are built right into their kitchens, showing contractors and homeowners exactly how everything will look and feel in the home. Choose Anderson and nothing less. See the full display for yourself at the Wilmington Builder Supply Showroom or at wilmbuild.com. W-E-E-I. We are right back to the Bradfoe Show. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Two trailer park girls go round the outside. Round the outside. Attaboy, Stiz. Look at that. This, this is scratching right where you itch, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. You were a big, big Eminem guy. Yeah, I was. I you was. were. Yeah. Well, because I've always been into hip-hop, and when Eminem came out, it was like, oh, wait, could I possibly do this too? He looks like me. I thought the exact same thing. Could I, I know. possibly do this? Except I was Rob Bass. I said, Rob Bass, I have the same name as him. Could oh. I possibly do this? People hate on Rob Bass. I, I like that. Bite your tongue. All right, this is the Bradford Show. I'm Rob Bradford. That's with Brian Barrett. Before the break, oh, by the way, 617-779-7937. Also, as we told you, the... Um, all you need to know when it comes to consuming the Bruins game is just we'll give you scores, all right? That's all, really. What's the score? I mean, it's like, what else do you need? It's 0-0. Zero, 0-0 zero. Zero, zero in the first period. Nothing to see. All right, but you know what? To hear is the Bradford Show. Once again, I'm Rob Bradford with Brian Barrett. Stiz behind the glass. Before the break, I had mentioned two guys. Since we're Since everyone loves talking about extensions, everyone loves talking about contracts. All right, let's do that. But I got two. I said you. I don't. They didn't pick up the phone for Evaldi. They lowballed Devers and Bogarts. I don't think they have any intention of offering an extension to JD Martinez or Kike Hernandez. But I got two guys, Brian. Two Ooh, guys two of them. who I feel like I would not be surprised if they have made offers to. Can I guess? Yes. I'm guessing one is Kike. No, I just said Kike. No. Oh. Listen. No. Okay. And, and also, he said in, at the end of spring training that they haven't offered, and he's been terrible. You think he, they've offered him something? Well, that's your like the Ooh, Beckett yes, thing. the Beckett thing. That's why I was saying he Good, all right, the all Beckett right, thing. All right, okay. That'll be that'll be a reach though. And for people that haven't heard, basically they went to Beckett when he was pitching poorly. They like walked out in two thousand in two thousand six. They walk out with he has a five ERA on July first or around then. Tara Franco walks out to him in BP. Said, "Hey." 
You want to you want to talk contract? Yeah. Was it Terry? Frank Cotto walked out. Oh, it's not like he negotiated. Yeah, but he walked out and said, "Hey, you want to talk contract? Theo wants to talk to you." Um, and yeah, I got five ERA and I got terrible MRI on my shoulder. Sure, <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Next thing you know, <laughs> next thing you know, he's they're saving him sixty million dollars when when he almost was the Cy Young after two thousand seven. Anyway, that's why I thought Kike because Kike's not. No, it's, well. I like okay. That was my theory on that. Okay, but he doesn't have the track record Beckett does. But oh sure, uh, yeah, I, okay, go that. ahead. Let's see. Good, good Brazier. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, no. All right, you want me to Verdugo. give it to you? No. Why, why would you give an uh, extension? Uh, that makes no sense. <laughs> Zero sense. All right, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Number one, there's two guys in two different situations. The first guy is on a one-year contract who they need to sign up. One-year contract. Waka? Matt Strom. Oh. Matt Strom's on a one-year $3 million contract. He's clearly been one of their better relievers. You Very give a, you you basically come in and say, "Hey, you want to sign up for a couple of years?" They did it. Hey, listen, they did it with Matt Barnes last year, right? It's not yeah. like they're not they're averse. That reminds me, they're not averse to like giving multi year deals to relievers. Matt Strom has showed enough. They love Matt Strom. If you had to power rank the relievers right now for Alex Cora, Matt Strom would be number one, right? Matt, so Matt Strom is number the first guy. Yeah, with Whitlock in the rotation. The after. second guy is a little outside the box. It's your guy, Tanner Houck. Tanner Houck. So you you already gave you gave Garrett Whitlock the extension, okay? And the extension, the offer that if you just said uh, back in March, hey, what if they offered Garrett Whitlock this extension? Everyone said, sure, you can offer it to him. He'll never take it. And sure enough, he takes it. Last two free agent years, $8 million, $10 million. Oh, my goodness, one of the best pitchers in baseball. Maybe by then he takes it. Now the other guy on the boat, you're building the foundation. You got your young players. Tanner Houck is that guy. That would and, also and, fit and, the and hold on, hey, hold on. I went up to Tanner Houck and asked him this. Ooh, and I got a non-answer. So they did. Well, I got. I didn't get an answer one way or the other. One thing I'm good at is putting the pieces together, and that means they did. Okay, okay all right. But this is what I'd say. This would fit the Beckett thing as well, Rob. Because Tanner Houck, and I know... Well, this was before. When I asked him, it was before. Oh, okay. Because Tanner Houck has flat out sucked lately. There's no way around that. He has got to be better for this team. That's why I reference, like, for this team to make a run, they need Tanner Houck to be better. You realize how bad his numbers are, Rob? I mean, this is ugly. 10.9% walk rate, 139 whip, 22.8% strikeout rate, 570 ERA. He has got to be better. I, I don't know what has happened to the guy. The stuff is not the same, and the command—that's the really—that's the real issue that I see right now—is the command. We got breaking news. Oh, we got. Sorry, Stis. Whoa! You don't have to. You don't have to do the breaking news. I thought breaking news was sponsored by somebody. Is it? All right. Well, anyway, Red Sox just tweeted out some roster moves. Oh. Breaking news on WEEI is brought to you by Beat the Streak. For tips to win a $5.6 million prize, listen wherever you get your podcasts. The big winner of the Beat the Streak people for getting that in. This is breaking news. All right, this is the worst breaking news of all time, by the oh, way. No way. I'm, I'm just gonna, we're honest here on this show. Oh, all right. All right? 
They tweet out the roster moves. They've reinstated Rich Hill, which is a good thing since he has a pitch today. Okay? Option Cutter Crawford to AAA. Worcester. All right? He's got a brazier-like hard hit. And, like, and they've out of mind. designated... This is bizarre because he didn't need to do this. Designated outfielder Jalen Davis for assignment. Jalen Davis, who all he did was get a couple hits and then got sent back down. How will you remember the Jalen Davis era? All he did was hit. All he did was hit. So Rich Hill activated. Is Hulk piggybacking today? Uh, sure. Yeah, sounds that way, right? Makes sense. He hasn't pitched in a while. Yeah, and they saved the bullpen. There you go. I mean, our breaking news earlier was that we have now we have four sources confirming that there is an extra wild card in the playoffs. Yeah. Right? Correct? I mean, uh, we break news here. All right. That's all we, we do. We confirm stories. All Jalen Davis does is hit, and all we do is break news. But Tanner Houck, okay, you you pointed out the, the numbers. But you agree. He's got to be better for this team to make a run, right? Yeah. I mean, I think – but I still, like, bizarrely, for right or wrong, I think that he's – He's still a guy that you run out there, and if you had to power rank the relievers right now, let's do it. If Garrett Whitlock's not in the equation anymore. He's a starter. So Matt Strom, um, I would put Tanner Hogg top three. How about Schreiber? Yeah. I mean, I just uh, feel stuff, like it, it, it plays because it's like a different look, and it's, it's a very – it's very unique. Oh, thank you. Don't you think it's unique? I mean, yes, I, he I throws sidearm. Yeah, there's not a lot of relievers like him, and he's been very effective. And you can uh, tell it's a results business, and he's getting results. And you can tell that Cora has confidence going. Well, to Cora. Him. So if you had the power ranking Alex Cora's mind, I mean, the other day was a perfect example of this. It was Strom, it was Schreiber, and then you know Brazier got caught up. But Brazier was, you know, that. The, it, it, the levels of reliability in Alex Cora's mind with the relievers right now. It's Strom and Schreiber, and then the next level is Robles, Diekman, and Brazier. Yeah, and Robles has. Fallen and I think off a I cliff. think I think Tanner Houck falls somewhere in between those because he's being used as like this piggyback. But guy. and that's my point is Tanner Houck shouldn't be in that position. Tanner Houck should be without question. Like this whole idea that you and I had. Lock with, it in. Well, the whole idea that they had before the season and that we agreed the best role for Tanner Houck and Garrett Whitlock was as these bullpen weapons. Well, that was supposed to be contingent on the given that Tanner Houck was going to be dominant. Just lock it in. Lock yeah. what you're doing in. You're, you're, you're going down that road with Garrett Whitlock. That's fine. Lock him in. We can make the argument. We can have the debate about should he be a reliever, should he be a star five. Just lock it in. It's A lot of this is human nature, and I think Corey keeps talking about it. This is one of the things that we've heard for all week long from him, which is we're close. We're close to defining roles. Like, he wouldn't use the term defining roles, but he's basically saying this. We're close to defining roles. Well, okay, sort of. Yeah, sort of. I feel like they've completely botched the Whitlock thing. All right. Well, His let's, three let's, previous let's, starts, they lost. Well, let's talk about this. Uh, Bruins 0-0, zero, zero. that's all you need to know. This is the Bradford Show. That's Brian Barrett. I'm Rob Bradford. Stiz behind the glass. Mitch Moreland coming up at 520. We got it all right here. Stay tuned. John Sewer and Drain Cleaning is the name to know when your drains don't flow. It's also the name professional plumbers call on and trust to get the job done right. If your home or business has a clogged drain, call 24-7 and John Sewer will have someone there within two hours. Call the name trusted by the pros or go online to johnsewer.com. The name to know when the drains don't flow. John Sewer, we get the 
the job done. Wilmington Builder Supply invites you to experience Anderson Windows at any one of its seven locations, like the Wilmington Builder Supply Showroom. For 20 years running, builders have used Anderson Windows more than any other brand. At the Wilmington Builder Supply Showroom, Anderson Windows are built right into their kitchens, showing contractors and homeowners exactly how everything will look and feel in the home. Choose Anderson and nothing less. See the full display for yourself at the Wilmington Builder Supply Showroom or at wilmbuild.com. Hey, it's Gresh, and last week while discussing the Red Sox, a commercial for a golf club came on, promising to help anyone reach their ideal score. And I thought, sure, better club could improve my score. Maybe it'll help on my swing, but it would take more than just handing it to me. That club would have to come with lessons, motivation, accountability, all to ensure I keep practicing. And unfortunately, the golf club was just a club. In comparison, if you're trying to reach your ideal weight, you could be given the best weight loss plan available, but like the best club, it's just a plan. With Awaken 180 Weight Loss, you're receiving a program, a program that includes the best plan, but you'll also receive the coaching, the support, the accountability, all the tools needed to make that plan help you reach your ideal weight. Choose the program that lives up to their claims and reserve your Awaken 180 consultation today. Call 844-346-1800, 844-346-1800, or online, awaken180weightloss.com.